Wendelkin, and this is On The Line, my podcast where I call my friends living around the country to talk all things NBA hoops. It's the playoffs and life and whatever it else. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. You can uh, find me on Instagram at OnTheLinePod. You can email me at OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. And FYI, you can send me whatever you want. Um, if you like the show and you just want to drop me a line, if you have a suggestion for a, a segment, a bit on the show, if you have some trivia that you want me to run by, one of my friends, if you have questions about your fantasy team or the NBA draft or whatever it is, uh, shoot me a message, email me, tweet at me, whatever it is. Uh, I truly appreciate it uh, to those who've reached out in the last few weeks. It's been awesome hearing from you guys. So thank you so much. And um, yeah, if you like the show, please consider going into iTunes, leaving me a five-star review, telling me that you enjoy the show. And uh, if it's not too much to ask, please consider suggesting it to your friends and family and coworkers. And thanks so much. My guest today is the one and only... Nate Williams. Nate is a creative director. He's a partner of Lathian Pictures, which is a production company based in Los Angeles. He is a native of uh, Columbus, Ohio. He is a very fun, interesting, passionate NBA fan. He's one of my good buddies. So without further ado, let's give a call to Nate Williams. Hello. Nate. Hello, hello, Mr. Wendelkin. <laughs> how are we? You're on the line. The pride and joy of Columbus, Ohio. Nate Williams, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I, I like that you're uh, you're not overselling me at all. That's completely <laughs> accurate. The pride and joy of Columbus, Ohio. You are. I'm good, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What's uh, what's happening out in uh, California? What's new in L.A.? Ooh, what's new in L.A., man? Uh, you know, same old, same old. It's a great old town. The weather's uh-huh. great. Are you um, guys actively putting together your LeBron recruitment pitch? Are you uh, chomping at the bit to see the Cavs eliminated tonight so you can pitch LeBron on coming to the, <laughs> to the Lakers? or? Totally. Well, at, at every pickup basketball game I've played, there have been, uh, you know, Lakers scouts there. So obviously <laughs> they're they're desperate to recruit some uh, some talent. Um, well, if, you they're know, going to your, if they're going to your pickup games, that's really concerning. Yeah, um, oh, it's very it's very concerning. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Like yeah. if the options are LeBron or like you and Marty, um, <laughs> you know, like the stakes yeah. are at an all time high to land LeBron. <laughs> For sure, for uh, sure. Although me and Marty would give really good minutes. No, I mean, you'd stretch, would. you'd stretch the court. I mean, obviously, yeah. you'd space things out a little bit, but uh, definitely, yeah, hustle yeah. plays, a lot of hustle plays from us. You know? uh, uh, uh. Yeah. All right, so we got limited time today. This is officially a uh, a Cavs emergency pod. I uh, I figured I, I I needed to get someone from the greater Northeast Ohio area on on the pod yes. with uh, the the Cavs and the Celtics playing tonight. So, um, yeah, let's hop into, let's just hop into it. Two nights ago, um, the Cavs got, uh, the Cavs lost game five in Boston, 90, uh, 96 to 83. And, um, yeah, LeBron is, is staring down elimination tonight in, uh, Cleveland. I mean, how, how are you feeling? Like how you see this, uh, shaping up? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that Cleveland wins tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if the Celtics win, you know, I yeah. think just, you know, wanting to close it out and all that, but they don't play great on the road as everyone knows. And, uh, I think just the pride LeBron is too much pride yeah. to, uh, 
to lose at home. Going into the series, like, yeah. what was your take? Did you think the the Cavs were going to pull it out, or did you think the Celtics were going to win? Um, you know, going back to uh, my first appearance on this podcast, <laughs> we talked about <laughs> we talked about the Cavs going into the playoffs, and I have felt like they are pretty vulnerable. And you know, when they you know when uh, lost that first game to the Pacers, yeah, and, you know, they, they've just looked, uh, you know, they looked susceptible. great. Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they look susceptible. Um, you know, against the the Raptors, I guess it was right. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> the Raptors. They looked they looked good. You know, as, as, as yeah. You know, and it started to feel like oh, they're really going to pull together. So, um, you know, I feel like they've been susceptible coming into this series. I really sort of felt like uh, it was like fifty one forty nine Cavs, right? Uh, you know, but you 51%. thought the margin, like the margin of error, was that thin that like very slim potentially really could slip up here. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I mean, I think what we're seeing is like you know, just year after year, like when the Cavaliers uh, win championships, they they put people around LeBron. They, they they need another big superstar. You know, Kevin Love is great, but he's he's just not quite. A big enough, you know. They they really miss Kyrie. I think they're really really missing Kyrie. Uh, they they don't play as a team quite as well as Boston does. Yeah, I mean, the thing Boston about Kyrie play. is like Kyrie can get his own shot. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like he he could have the ball in his hands and just dribble out the clock and pull up and you know hit a shot. Whereas Love is really yeah. someone you have to set up in the block. Um, and For LeBron sure. just doesn't have that Robin to his Batman, uh, which is yeah. like what he really had there with Dwayne Wade and then had later with Kyrie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it just feels like the role, the role players really aren't there this year. Um, you know, I think the Cavs could, uh, if I had to bet, I would say the Celtics are, are probably going to win this series yeah. at home and yeah. in game seven. That's yeah. kind of how it's feeling right now, you know? Um, the Cavs could could win it. You know, LeBron is a champion, and that you know he's amazing, and and that team can play really well together. And if the threes are falling, then you know they're a much more effective squad, and you know they could pull it off. They could definitely win Game Seven. But if they do that, I don't see them getting. You know, I I, I don't see them putting up much of a fight against the Warriors. Um, and I honestly, I feel like the Celtics might actually. I mean, the Celtics. Are, I think the Warriors are probably going to beat whoever comes out of the East here, but. Uh, the Celtics would at least be fun, you know. I think that they, um, there would be some interesting matchups there, and and there'd be some fun stuff to go on. But um, I don't think the Cavs could get by Golden State, even if they do get by the Celtics. So, hmm. um, that's you know, my hot take uh, okay. on that. But just to jump ahead, probably a yeah, little yeah. bit. But yeah, you know. I think they win tonight and lose in game seven. I, I think that's how it's going to go down. Interesting. Wow. Okay. So yeah, let's just, um, let's talk a little bit about game five, what we saw the other night in Boston. I mean, just like for me on the eye test, it like if I could sum up that game in a couple of words, it would just be like missed opportunities uh, on both ends. I mean like, yeah, the Celtics obviously won. They made more baskets, but it just seems like the Cavs had so many opportunities that were just blown. Like they get stops if it was like turnovers or even defensive rebounds, but they just couldn't convert on the other end. Specifically, you know, the Cavs had multiple chances to cut into Boston's lead with, you know, to cut the lead to like less than 10 points in the fourth quarter, but they just couldn't get a shot to go down on like four or five consecutive possessions. And dude, let's face it, LeBron looked tired. He looked tired in that game. I mean, he had a towel draped over his head at the scorer's table, um, and, and there were just careless mistakes being made. He had six turnovers, um, yeah. and a couple of them were just very un 
LeBron like. You know what I mean? It were like the, the it was on him. It was his fault. Like they were just uncrisp passes. They were too hard, too soft. Um, he got one pass that uh, Marcus Morris just totally read his eyes and you know was playing cornerback and just picked him off. So um, it just seemed like that game there were so many missed opportunities for the Cavs and the Celtics won. But frankly, they were lucky to win because you know they the it, it was the Cavs game to take if they wanted it in that fourth quarter and they just couldn't uh, snatch it away from them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that take. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it seemed like the momentum would start to kind of shift just a little bit. And as you said, they were going to get that lead down below 10. And it's like, yeah, man, you know, a six-point game, even an eight-point game with a minute or two left, and and you're, you're right in it, you know? I mean, that's the thing. Um, I mean, with blood in the water, it's like that's that's when LeBron and, and Jordan and Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, that's yeah. when those guys usually take over. And it was, it was surprising to see LeBron's, you know, a team that LeBron was on not be able to, like, jump on it. Um, for sure so, for sure and, yeah and turnovers know. have been an issue you know he had five i think the game before that and right. uh, cleveland is a high turnover team i mean that's kind of like a, one of their things yeah um and that stuff really comes back to bite you in the playoffs and then you know if you're a three-point shooting team which i wouldn't say cleveland is like you know really dependent on the three-point shooting shots but it's definitely part of their game and you know when you're dependent upon you know, that's the first thing to go when people get tired when you're on the road when you're in a harsh environment when the pressure is high right it's like your three-point shots are, are gonna that's the first thing to kind of stop falling yeah. and you know jr smith has just been ice cold kind of the whole playoffs um yeah, you know, and JR not, is just yeah. one of those players. It's like you never know what to expect from him. It's hard to like invest in yeah. him and put too much responsibility in him. And like whatever you take, wh- whatever you get from him, you, it's, it's it's like gravy. But yeah, I mean, yeah. As, as a Nick fan, I know what JR Smith. It's like you you can't really rely <laughs> on him. He's not like like a dependable kind of reliable thing. But um, yeah, another theme For with sure. the game is just um, you know home 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 court advantage. Celtics have gone now ten and zero. At home in the playoffs, they've won, I think, 11 in a row dating back to the regular season. For the year, yes. they were 36-14 and 14 at home, um, a 7-20 winning percentage. That being said, they're also 1-6 on the road in the postseason this year. So, you know, yeah. can they – do we feel like they can finish the job on the road in Cleveland? I think – not i think not i i think we're gonna get a seven game series here um and i just feel like lebron has way too much pride um and is just yeah he's he's not going i just don't see him going out uh at his home court um what do you think yeah i agree with that i i I think that's i think that's right um i think he gets some energy he gets you're right i you know he the commentators were talking about it. He seemed tired. And, you know, one of them was saying that it's a kind of a point of pride that he never likes to show if he's tired, right, you know, right, he never, right. you know, and it was clear that he was. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, again, it's like the, he's got so much of this team on his shoulders. Yeah, I think man. the role players, you know, so I, just like of course he's exhausted. An insane responsibility. Um, like he had six yeah. turnovers and honestly, I'm surprised he didn't have more. Um, yeah. and I, you know, like, I, and I say he looks exhausted. God, he should be. I mean, like he yeah. has willed his team through these playoffs. Like he looked exhausted in the Indiana series in the first round. You know what I mean? So the fact that he's, we're now in game six, going into game six of the Eastern conference finals. God, I, I mean, he's going to be spent at the end of the season, but, um, for sure. Yeah. And, and you, you know, just to that point, you know, the Cavaliers have, 
they had two people in double digit scoring. It was it was James and Kevin Love, and Kevin Love had fourteen, and, yeah. and James had twenty six, and the Celtics had five guys right. in double digit right. scoring. You know, they've just yeah, they've they've got people that are stepping up. I mean, how what good are the Celtics going to be? Do you have next the, year? the box score there with you, the uh, Cavs Celtics box score? I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, what it, what were what were the guys on the Celtics scoring? It's 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 basically like a bunch of guys scoring like fifteen points, right? And then Jason Tatum had like probably twenty five or thirty, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, Tatum with twenty four. Yeah. Uh, Al, yeah. Al Hor- Al Horford with fifteen. Jalen Brown with seventeen. Right. right, right. And then Mark. Yeah. Marcus Morris with thirteen. Marcus yeah. Smart with thirteen. It's just they have these wave. They have like a wave of these like six eight wing players who play great defense, have have great energy, do all the intangible things, score fifteen to seventeen points a game, and it's like, God, if you have six of those players or five of those players, you are fucked. Yeah. You know, like they are so yeah. deep and they're young, they're athletic, they're rangy. Totally. And Terry Rozier, you know, not you know, he put up eight points that game. You know, quiet night from him, yeah. really off off night and you know but he's another guy that can get really hot uh you know rogier tatum and brown and uh, uh sorry uh, brown jalen brown yeah like that tr- trio of like scorers and uh is really is really good and then al horford has just been so good Jeez, uh, man. yeah as well so they're they're really looking they're really looking solid you know they are young and you know again i don't think it's a lock i don't think it's a lock that that the celtics take game seven you know again i oh, think it's uh, do I. yeah i, 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 I mean, dude it's hard for me to pick against lebron in a game seven if lebron gets a game seven totally. like i just don't want to be <laughs> i just don't want to bet against history like i don't want to bet yeah. I, I just don't want to be the guy <laughs> that's betting against lebron james at for any point sure. you know um even though like sure. it's hard when you from an eye test perspective, you know the Celtics look great at home. They're younger, they're more athletic, they're deeper, et cetera, et cetera. Everything we've just been talking about, but it's like at the end of the day, he's still fucking LeBron James. I mean, this is, yeah. this is Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Irvin John, you know, um, uh, 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 Doctor J. Uh, you know, like like the greats. You know, Wilt, whatever it is. Like he is in that you know uh, pantheon of like all timers. So I'm not picking against LeBron. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, yeah, I mean very. And I'm a Cleveland fan, you know, so I want, you know, I'm looking for Cleveland to win, but, you know, I'm very scared going into Boston. I think they have the advantage in the game seven at home in Boston, you know, forcing Cleveland into that game seven, I think is a little bit of a win for them. You know, it's very, it's very, very 50, 50 in my mind. I kind of feel like whoever kind of comes out and gets the first big push of the game, like if if you can get ahead, like if you could get ahead by 15 early, you know, and then the other team has to claw back. And then just the like whole time. run and hide, basically. Yeah, run and hide a little bit, and just kind of like I think that confidence boost will really help that team. Like I would kind of pick whichever team can just yeah, like I mean, get, it would seem, get off the schneid. It quickly. would seem like if Cleveland can get out early, they can just yeah. ride the emotional adrenaline of the crowd. You know what I mean? Like because if oh you're talking about tonight's game you tonight's mean? game yeah oh for I, sure tonight. I, I, I just yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. yeah if they can get out by 10 points 15 points like it's just going to be an avalanche of uh yes. you know like from from the fans but um for sure yeah. for sure and same and same thing in game seven for boston if boston gets out early in game seven then you know if there's a game seven i'm sort of assuming the i know it's tonight, crazy but, that we're not even like acknowledging that like this could be yeah, it they for could. The Cavs. this it, is this it, is a single elimination at this point like win or go home for sure yeah, yeah for sure yeah i mean tonight is the, yeah i mean tonight uh, 
you know, is the big, is the big test. Yeah. I mean, I do think, I think LeBron digs deep. I think he dig. I think he, I think they all pull together. I don't think they want to get eliminated at home to a young team. I think they kind of got their, uh, scare last night and kind of like played like shit. And I think, you know, pardon my language, but I think it'll scare him, scare him into playing a lot better right. tonight. So I do think the Cavs win tonight. Um, I think it'll be a close game and I think it'll be uh, early. It's a hard fought game. Um, so, so yeah, that's my, that's my take on it. Also just mm-hmm. real quick to touch on Al Horford, man, yeah. 12, 12 assists also. Did he for really? Yeah, 12 yeah. Assists. Jesus. 12 assists. Yeah, man. He's just, been, he's just been a nightmare so, so for the good. Cavs. I mean, let's, let's talk yeah. about some of the matchups in, in this series, you know, like LeBron, I think the big adjustment, um, when the, when the Cavs sort of got back in the series was LeBron had just been feasting on Terry Rozier, especially in game mm-hmm. four, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and Rozier's just tiny compared to LeBron. He's just been feasting on him and Stevens finally made the decision in game five to go big they start Aaron Baines at center they shift Horford over to the four and it Mm -hmm. worked and um, you know Baines made an immediate impact in the game blocking a shot uh, on George Hill right away grabs a bunch of offensive rebounds for a putback uh, yeah. yeah, like in the opening three, four minutes of the first quarter. So he, you, you felt it right away. And I think Baines finished game, was it game five? He finished with three blocks, six points, and seven rebounds. And, um, you know, it's just like mm. another large, big body guy um, jumping in, contributing for the Celtics, doing all the defensive stuff. And Tristan Thompson just wasn't as effective, you know, like he just wasn't able to get into a flow, get settled into the game. And, totally. Um, so I'm curious. And, yeah, I'm curious if if he if if Baines has like the same effect tonight in Game Six. If he's able to sort of like take Tristan out of the game. If they're able to neutralize uh, offensive defensive glass. Level. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- it will be. Uh, it will be. You know, I think uh, it will be. It will be interesting to see. I think one of the hard parts for the Cavs, they don't have any real slashers and penetrators. You know, George Hill and uh, I think Jordan Clarkson were kind of supposed to be brought in to kind of fill that role, like guys that can create off the dribble and can run the points and kind of take some of that pressure off LeBron. Um, but they just haven't really been able, I mean, and I think you're right, Baines and the, the bigs over there in Boston and the deep Boston's defense has just been really good. I mean, all of them yep. play really, not really aggressive defense. Dude, Marcus and I Morris think, has been unbelievable yeah. on LeBron. I mean, like he has been a legit, like Le, not LeBron stopper. I mean, LeBron's still getting 40 point triple doubles, but Hey, he's making his life miserable and the LeBron looks exhausted and the Cavs aren't winning all these games. So kudos to him. Yeah. For sure, for sure, definitely, and uh, you know, and Marcus Smart also playing, you know, pretty good defense and a lot of hustle plays, yep. and yeah, you know, they they have that energy, that young energy, and they look good, and yeah, Cleveland just doesn't have anyone to, you know, only LeBron, he's the only one crashing the, you know, driving the lane and all that, and it's like you just gotta pat, like when things aren't going your way, man, you just gotta like drive to the hoop over and over again, get yep. the other team in, in foul trouble, you know, go to the line get some layups, you know, start to just grind a little bit instead of settling for these like outside shots. And whenever I see LeBron just start to like shoot those, like, you know, 23 foot fadeaways, uh, you know, I'm, yeah, it's like you start to know like, Oh man, it's like, he's tired. Yeah. He doesn't trust his teammates. And yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And and when he's on, you know, when he's really on and making those shots, you know, they look incredible, but they're low percentage shots in the end, especially in, you know, especially when you're, when you're that far away, you're 18, 23 feet out. Right. You know, Kobe did that same thing. You know, he loved that little, 
take a you know take a dribble and then a little fadeaway jumper. But you know he shot those from he was close. He was shooting those all kind of like around the lane and little 10, 15 footers. So yeah, you know it's not a shot that I love to see LeBron taking. He takes a lot of them. And then the three and then the three pointers just have you know when they st- aren't falling when Kevin Love and LeBron start shooting a lot of threes and not going down. Then it's just like man, they're you're in trouble. You're so you want to see the Cavs get to the rim. I want to see him get to the rim. I want to see him attack the attack. Get the to rim. the foul yeah. line. Get it to the rim. Um, exactly. Dude, the other exactly. thing I wanted to touch on is Tatum. I mean, uh, I mean, we can oh, talk about God. all these different Celtics, but Tatum, Tatum and Brown, but Tatum specifically, Tatum is really good, man. I mean, 20 years old, finished with yeah. 24 points, seven rebounds, four assists, four steals, and two blocks the other night. Um, yeah. I mean, the guy is just, it's incredible. He's a rookie. He's doing this. He's a beanpole. He's, skinny, yeah. you know, he's skinny as all hell. And, um, He's going to be really good. He's going to be really good for a really long time. And, and the Celtics are coming, man. The future is so bright for that team. Uh, yeah, totally. I said it a little earlier, but they just look like they're going to be so good next year uh, when they get all their players back. Um, you know, Kyrie yep. and uh, Hayward. Uh, you know, I'm just like, oh, my God, they're going to be so deep. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Um, He's he's uh, have you seen that picture? There's um, yes. Jason, Jason Tatum and LeBron. Yes. When Jason Tatum oh, was like dude. 10 years old. For our <laughs> listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, go to uh, I guess it must be. I don't know if it's on Jason Tatum's Instagram. He tweeted it. He tweeted a photo once at LeBron when he was like 16 years old. He ran into him and um, it's the fun. It's just the best photo because like LeBron's outfit <laughs> is like he's wearing like a hot pink sweater. It's like in in the heyday of his Miami Heat days, it's him and young Jason Tatum. Um, mm-hmm. God, it's classic, classic stuff. I mean, and and Tatum looks like a baby. I mean, he's yes. looks, he looks like just like a child. Um, yeah, it's know, on I, Jason Tatum's uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah, 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 dude, Jason Tatum looks like a baby a baby baby. in this photo yeah oh god (laughs) i think so So, what's the story jason tatum is the nephew i think of larry hughes and i think the story was this must have been from like you know the 2010 or 2011 all-star game and maybe mm -hmm. larry hughes was like in the three-point contest or something whatever it was jason tatum was there and like ran into lebron and man it's just i mean he can't he can't be 16 in this picture i no. mean he looks he, he looks, looks like 11 maybe 12 or 11 yeah, yeah. he yeah. looks so young i know i know but dude um, he is gonna be really good for he's really gonna be long great. yeah yeah he's yeah. gonna be really good man i mean ha- yeah and it's just like you feel the you know the markel fultz like you feel the sixers pain oh, i mean sure, dude yeah yeah i mean can you imagine that team with tatum over there instead yeah. of, i mean the whole you know trajectory would have yeah been you know different. I heard this on, um, I don't know if it was Simmons' podcast or Zach Lowe's podcast or someone, but someone was saying, you know, when when we look back on the Philadelphia-Boston draft swap trade that basically turned into Fultz for Jason Tatum and Boston Mm -hmm. getting an extra pick, you know, Mm -hmm. the only reason that trade really was able to happen is because everyone knew that the the Lakers had basically already committed themselves to drafting Lonzo Ball. So it was like the the yeah. Celtics knew they're like okay well uh Tatum is going to be there for us at number 3 if we want him and if that's the guy we want we know the Lakers are taking Lonzo at 2 so why don't mm-hmm. we just fleece the uh, why don't we just fleece the Sixers because we know yeah. what the Celtics are I mean, we know what the uh the Lakers are doing anyways 
So it just goes to show you, like, as we approach the draft here, you know, it's, you know, I, I heard someone talking about Luka Doncic maybe falling out of the top two or three picks. It's like, keep your cards close to your vest. If you're an NBA GM, do not let your <laughs> opponents yeah. know your draft strategy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, don't telegraph totally. the pick that you're going to be making because someone else is like, Danny Ainge is going to take advantage of you. So. <laughs> God yeah. damn. But yeah, man, yeah, Tatum Tatum is a jewel. He's going to be really good for really long. For sure. And as a rookie, I mean, just so impressive. And he played, what, one year at, at Duke? One year I think, or two. was it? Yeah, one, one year at one Duke, and done. Right? Yep, yep, yep. One and done, you know, and just so, you know, he's coming in real young. And yeah, I, I mean, clearly, clearly, clearly just, yeah, a really special player. So good. You know, I mean, basically, he's like the best player on the team right now. I mean, he's essentially like... You know, he's the he's the main dude. He's the big star on the Celtics. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, they play as a team, but it's he's crazy. Kind of the man, he's you know? the big yeah, star on the Celtics. He's a he's a yeah. nineteen twenty year old rookie. He couldn't yeah. weigh more than like a hundred and eighty pounds. He's like, yeah. it's absurd to me, absurd. And he's playing so well. He's playing so well. Um, oh, incredible. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a gift, a real, a real. Celtics fans should be very happy. They're gonna have a. I know. Uh, a good, a good uh, dude, and they good. they have shit up their sleeve this off season too. I I I know, I know they have more <laughs> moves coming, so it'll be very interesting to see how that team in Boston evolves evolves over the next year or so. But um, yeah, my one yeah. last hot take, my one last thought on the Cavs. I've sort of been alluding to this. But as, you know, I'm a Nick fan. I'm essentially like a de facto uh, Cavs or LeBron fan. I love, you know, I just love seeing LeBron play. It brings me such joy. You know, he's like the greatest player of, you know, the last however many years outside of Jordan. And uh, I still think the Cavs have the greatest player in the world and Mm -hmm. have some sort of emotional and psychological advantage, in my opinion. I don't know what that means. I don't know how it translates in terms of the series. I think that the 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 Celtics are the more talented team, but the Cavs have an intangible thing under their belt. They have the experience. They had you know guys on that roster love Tristan Thompson, Jr. Those guys have won a championship, and uh-huh. they have the greatest player in the world, LeBron James. And the the fact is. You know, they've already rallied back in this series from an O2 hole. You know, they were down yeah. against they were down against the Pacers. The team has basically the team only knows how to operate, you know, in a state of chaos and adversity <laughs> and in like do or die situations, man. So, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I am not counting out LeBron James. And until I see otherwise, I am not picking against LeBron James. So I fully expect this to go seven games. I think we're going back to Boston. And if, mm-hmm. and, and if we get there, I'm not picking against LeBron. So uh, to, my, <laughs> to my Cavs fans in the audience, to my LeBron heads in the audience, uh, yeah. keep the faith. That's my message. Keep the faith. I mean, listen, I'm with you and I'm a, and I'm a Cavs fan. So I, I, you know, I love to hear that to play devil's advocate for yeah. just a second. Yeah, how bad, how badly though, do you, like, do you think, you know, do you think LeBron and Cleveland in their hearts think that they can beat the Warriors again? 
Um, and I think ha- that's and ha- a separate issue. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think it's a separate issue. But you know, like how, like, does he want to get back and have a like lose another championship? You know, like yes. right now. Yes. You know, yes. If, yeah. If, yeah. If, yeah. He definitely wants to get back. If, if yeah, if, if, yeah. I, oh, without a doubt. Without I a mean, doubt. If his options were to lose gracefully in the Eastern Conference Finals to an upstart team in the Celtics, or get or go blown, out. blown out four to one in the championship i still think yeah come on i mean yeah. of course they want yes. to listen no of course no player is ever going to say they don't want to go to the championship right. you know they're, they're competitive they're all but i'm just saying like subconsciously somewhere deep down he yeah. might just be like oh we can't we don't have it this year we're not the best team we're not the championship team like do i want to go through another grueling seven game series or yeah. five six game series where we're probably going to lose you know like just somewhere in their psyche i wonder if that's that's factoring in so I, but listen like I, I think you're right. Um, I, I I really feel like they're probably going to pull it off tonight. Game seven is anyone's guess in Boston. You know, I there's a lot to be said for an experienced team that has poise, that's been to, through game sevens, that's come back. I mean, they came back against the Warriors when they won their championship against the Warriors. You know, from a three game de- deficit. This you is know. their thing, man. This is who they are. Yeah. It's like in their genetic makeup. You know, yeah, like yeah. like adversity coming back, like against but all odds. This is who they someone's are. Someone's going to have to step up to them, you know. That's someone's the thing, gonna, man. Yeah. There's always – that's that's the thing about like these historic teams. It's like eventually the champs always have to be dethroned. Like the great ones always have to be th- dethroned. Records are meant to be broken. All that – you know, all those cliche sports sure. things where it's like eventually he's going to have to lose to somebody – and someone's going to have to like dethrone, you know, the Cavs. Someone's well, going to have to take the East away from the Cavs and LeBron. And maybe it's the Celtics. Maybe maybe it's these like young scrappy Celtics. Yeah, very possibly. And you know, and if it's not like you know, if it's not them, like who on the who on Cleveland is going to step up and help them get the, that win tonight and in Game Seven? It's like, you know, I'm looking at Clarkson. I'm looking yeah, at man. George Hill. You know, who, you know, Kyle Korver, like Kyle Korver is the, kind of the third best scorer on their team, I Crazy. think, on this on the season, right? And important the, like, player, man. He's an important player. Important for that player, team. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and he's really just like he should really just be a role player. Like he should just be like that spot up. Yeah, you know, no, like not jump on the Cavs. Like the PJ, the Cavs, like the PJ like, Clarkson. Yeah, no, on the Cavs, he's like he's a key cog, man. Like he, yeah, he has major responsibilities. Cog. For yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. And yeah, and so, you know, J.R. Smith right now is the guy that I feel like someone needs to take that J.R. Smith role. You know, J.R. Smith, like you said, you never know what you're going to get from him. But when he's on, he can be just kind oh, of yeah. magical. You know, he just, yeah, he's making crazy shots and all that. And so, like, you know, if he's not going to do that, then someone's got to step up and someone do it. Someone needs to and score. Yeah, someone needs to Someone needs to, to score have like 15 points. 19 you know? <laughs> points. Like, we need to have, like, yeah. surprising 19 points from J.R. Smith. Or, like, Jordan Clarkson has to, like, get yes. 15 points and be like, oh, well, if Clarkson's going to have 15 points and Corver's going to hit shots, then and, – and, 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 and Love is doing his thing and LeBron doesn't have to carry all the workload, then, yeah, that's a different yeah. story. But until we see it, I mean – Until we see it. And yeah. Jordan Jordan Clarkson and George Hill are who I'm looking at. You know, George Hill has just had a really weird season. He's not yeah. played well, kind of like everywhere he's been. I don't know what's up with him. He just feels like he's not his usual self. Like he's maybe he's old. He's lost a step. Like I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't seem like he's 100. percent So it's I like think he's had some nagging injuries all year. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
So yeah, Clarkson or, or, or uh, Hill, I would look to have, you know, if one of those guys or Jared Smith, if one of those guys can score 15 and then love. And, Dude, and Tristan, look, you know. and Tristan, like I, like yeah. you need Tristan Thompson active on the boards. If Tristan Thompson is going to get outplayed by Aaron Baines, then yeah, it's game set match. Um, yeah. so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited to watch this one. Let's talk about the West real quick. We got the Rockets and the Warriors. Houston won game five last night, 98 to 94. They take a three, two series lead. Game six is on Saturday in Oakland. Um, did you watch the game last night? I don't know if you saw any of the highlights or if you watched the game, but um, I don't know, man. Harden stunk it up, um, and, and the Rockets still managed to win. I mean, Harden was 0 for 11 from three, and, um, you know, the Rockets still pulled it out, and it was it was just a defensive slugfest, basically. Um, super interesting mm. to watch, different kind of like a different game stylistically. But, um, yeah, what have you seen from the series? Any, any thoughts you want to share? Yeah, I mean, I think um... – you know, we'll have to see how uh, Chris Paul's injury plays out because yeah, I think that's sure. going to be a really big factor. Did you, you know? hear he's a he's a no go for Game Six? Uh, I did not hear. Yeah, I did not they, hear they that. just announced it. They officially announced. So he strained his hamstring in the last like minute or two of the game last night, and he was right. limping around. And um, and Mark Stein just reported this morning that he will not he will not play in Game Six, and he's questionable for Game Seven. I have to imagine. Yeah. Have to imagine that's he huge. play play in Game Seven, but um, yeah, man, that's big. I mean, if CP3 is sitting for Game Six in Oakland, I gotta yeah. believe Advantage Warriors. Yeah, totally, definitely, for sure, for sure. And uh, you know, hamstrings are not quick injuries. You know, uh, if he's tweaked it this bad, like I think it's even if he plays Game Seven, I think it's a factor. Um, you know, after it's really interesting because I think everyone pretty much figured the Warriors were a lock. Um, after the first couple of games uh, of this series, you know, after th- after they started to come, you know, kind of even it up against Houston, I, I think uh, people kind of figured the Warriors as a lock. And uh, then, you know, now with this win, if Chris Paul hadn't come injured, I would be like, oh, now it's really up in the air. But now I feel like with his injury, I think it's really back to being a very heavily Warriors favorite. But, you know, they, even, Houston, even with them trailing three games to two to Houston, I do think so. Like, I just think they're going to they're going to force a game seven. And then it's just like it, it's a brand new series at that point. You know, once you force that game seven, I think that uh, then it's 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 sort of like it doesn't matter. Like right now we're looking, oh, they got to win two in a row. But it's like. They're, you know, one at a time. And one if they can win one, they can win the second one is kind of how I feel. So, um, yeah, man, it's been yeah. interesting watching them in this series. And a lot of my thoughts about the Warriors have sort of like crystallized and come to the forefront um, in watching them struggle against the, the Rockets. It's like, for me, Curry is kind of an annoying player to watch. Like his, his game is like a little head scratching. He... You know, he takes these very ill-advised, unnecessarily wild shots, and they're a lot of fun. Like I under, like Steph Curry is obviously the probably the most entertaining player in basketball. He's he's pulling these like hijinks, crazy ass shots, shooting from like half court, and it's great when they go in, and it's great when like the stakes aren't super high. But you know, and maybe this is me just like on an like just like being an old like grumpy man, but. I don't know, man. He had the opportunity in games uh, four and five with like open layups, like specifically in game four. I remember he had an open layup. They're trailing by three and he heaves this off balance three pointer instead of just taking like a wide open layup with like maybe a minute or two left in game four. 
And mm-hmm. part of me thinks that like the Warriors have been so superior to their competition for so long, for the last like three, four mm-hmm. years now, that yeah. they almost forget how to play fundamental basketball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. like they don't know how to just make the fundamentally sound play. They don't know how to just like, oh, I'll just take a layup. Like, like right. that that play I'm talking about with Curry specifically. It's like he would rather, and I find like this is true of a couple of guys on the Warriors, where it's like they would rather make the fun, take the fun, splashy shot than just take like the fundamentally sound wise choice yeah and i feel a like a little bit oh yeah i know i know i mean again it's, hard... I, it's like i i get it i'm like a like a cranky old man here making this point but like <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. i don't know man like i find it a little um confounding infuriating whatever you want to say like i i just wish that sometimes because they obviously are the most talented team in the series i wish that sometimes they would just make some more fundamentally sound plays for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I, you know, it would be hard for me to, to believe that in their mind, they're like, there's any sort of part of them being like, you know what? I think I'm going <laughs> to do something cool. instead of just make this a life, you know what yeah, I mean? But I, yeah. but I do think that maybe like, you know, Curry has a little bit of like show showboatiness in him and he will heat check and like yes. shoot these super deep. So yeah, I can see him, you know, a little bit just being like, you know, ah, you know, fuck it. I'm going to yeah. take this crazy shot because right. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing or whatever. So yeah, I, I, I uh, you understand where I'm coming yeah. from? Just maybe a little I bit. Do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Even sure, if you don't agree. Sure. Okay. No, no, I see where you're coming from. I mean, I, yeah, they don't get tested a lot. Hey, Nate. <laughs> hey, we got cut off. We got disconnected. Oh, no. That, that's a first. That's a first in the history of the pod. That's awesome. Oh, man. Oh, that was no. great. That was great. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's great stuff, man. You can't make, you can't make that up. Oh, God. oh man. Live, pod, last, live last... podcasting. That's the best, man. Huh. Yeah. Totally, I mean, that's totally. the shit that gets you up in the morning, you know? Just like, <laughs> that's why we do this, man. That's why we pod yeah. like this. Yeah, God did damn. you have Did you have a bunch of, uh, like, sweet bits, like, sweet emergency bits, like, in, in store, <laughs> just in case? You, no. you were, like, riffing while you called me back? Yeah. No, no. Oh, maybe oh, okay. maybe I should do some, yeah, maybe after after we hang up, I'll do, like, I'll create some, like, riffs and I'll edit it in. But uh, no, yeah, I probably yeah. won't do that. I'm much too late. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, I feel like that's a sign that we should be wrapping it up. But before I let you you go i want to throw a couple of um gambling things at you here real yeah. quick so guess the lines oh. i want you to guess the lines on um the boston cleveland game tonight so first of all who do you have who are you picking for tonight the Cavs or the celtics i'm gonna pick the Cavs. Okay. i'm gonna pick the Cavs tonight and how many, um, how many points they're winning by in your estimation well, you know, full disclosure, I think I saw the ah. line was like, I think it was like seven or yeah, eight or something like that. Yeah, there you go. That. Cavs yeah. minus seven. There you go. There you go. Right. So, so I, I don't want to, pre- I, I would love to pretend like I just uh, <laughs> knew that. We but, appreciate uh, your honesty. Okay. What about over sure. under? What about over under? Over under 201 and a half points. 201 and a half. Over under uh, combined points for Boston gosh. and Cleveland. So I'm gonna take. It's basically take, like a hundred points, hundred and one, yeah, two points for each team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm. You know, I'm gonna take the under. Wow. Just okay. I know. I know. I know. We're I know. playing it's defense, huh? Go- it's definitely gonna be higher scoring than Game Five. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. But 
game five was so low scoring that, you know, it makes me be like, it might be another low scoring affair. I think, uh, it's probably going to be, you know, 204 or whatever, but I'll take the under just okay. to uh, spice, spice it up. <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. Um, and then what about tomorrow? Houston at golden state game six. What's the line? Oh God. Um, first of all, is it the warriors or the rockets? Who are you favoring here? I think warriors, be the warriors. Okay. And, and I'm just gonna guess and say seven again. Minus it good. twelve. Ooh, twelve. Minus twelve. We're thinking of blow- Vegas wants a blowout for me. A blowout. Damn. Man, I don't think it'll be that bad. I know. I mean, maybe. If I'm Harden's not touching that one, man. I am not yeah. touching that. And then I got. <laughs> uh, how about for Boston, Cleveland tonight? Give me player to make the first field goal. Let me throw some odds at you. So I have Marcus Morris is plus eight fifty. Al Horford plus seven fifty, Jason Tatum plus seven fifty, Jalen Brown plus seven hundred, Rozier plus eight hundred, LeBron plus two seventy five, Tristan plus eleven hundred, Kevin Love plus seven hundred, George Hill plus thirteen hundred, Jr plus a thousand. Gee, so Tatum is Vegas's pick there. That's what it sounds like. Um, let's see, Tatum's uh, Tatum is plus seven fifty. They are giving the lowest odds to LeBron. So LeBron is plus 275. Oh, he was 275. Yeah, okay, so yeah, meaning yeah. you bet 100 bucks, and if you're correct, you get 275 on top of your original 100. Uh, I'm going to bet. How about I'm something gonna, quirky? Give me something quirky uh, Oh, t- Well, I'm going to say Terry Rozier. There you go. There you I, go. I, yeah, <laughs> I think he had an off game. Plus 800. Gonna, yeah, I think he's going to want to get rolling early. I think he's going to try to start getting hot early i think i think him taking an early shot Great. could be uh could be a possibility i'm gonna toss out al horford at plus 750 that's what i like and then yeah. um let me throw a couple more nba finals odds at you so they uh this is fun so these are all four teams odds for all the different scenarios so okay. boston defeating golden state in the finals is plus 1400 boston mm. defeating houston is plus 2000 Cleveland defeating Golden State is plus 2,000. Cleveland defeating Houston is plus 3,300. Golden State defeating Boston, plus 150. Golden State defeating Cleveland, plus 325. Houston defeating Boston is plus 400. And then Houston defeating Cleveland is plus 600. Is there an odds in there that you like? Interesting. Well, what's so what jumped out to me is best. So Vegas thinks that it's going to be Golden State over Celtics, huh? Yes. They think that's the Vegas. Vegas right now is leaning towards Golden State defeating Boston, and that's plus 150. Oh, interesting. Interesting. And then it was interesting that the odds were the same. It was like Houston beating. Cleveland or something was like the same as Houston beating Cleveland is plus 600 and then uh, Houston defeating Boston is plus 400 right interesting interesting is there there an odds in there that you like I mean honestly if I'm just fucking around with a little bit of money if I I if I have expendable money here I'm looking for the like give me like a high variance outcome possibility I kind of like what about Boston defeating houston at plus 2000 i mean dude, <laughs> throw 10 bucks at that come on i mean that's a sweet it listen it's that's a, a sweet bet to throw 10 yeah. bucks at, but i, I don't see unlikely it. I don't see yeah it. totally unlikely. unlikely yeah 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 i would say um uh, i would say i mean i would take 
I would take Golden State over Cleveland over Golden State over Celtics. That's some that's something where I feel like you could put a little bit of money Golden on. Golden State over um, Cleveland is what you like? Yeah, you plus know. Three, plus 325. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a big safe pick, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. Hey, before uh before I let you run, can I give you a little piece of Cavs trivia here? You're you're an Ohio guy. Um, I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at this. It's Go ahead. not Go ahead. about you, Nate. It's not about <laughs> you. Okay, this game is called Who Am I? And oh, you tell me who I am. So I was selected by the Cleveland Cavaliers in the second round of the 2006 NBA draft and played seven seasons in the NBA, all for the Cavs. Seven seasons, all for the Cavs. I was drafted in 2006. I was the, I was the MVP of the 2007-2008 rookie-sophomore game. And I was in my sophomore season. I finished with 33 points, four rebounds, two assists, two steals. I also finished in second place in the three-point shootout that year. In March oh, of 2015, gosh. I announced my retirement from basketball to focus on my rap career. Nate, who uh, am I? Who am uh, I? You're going to kick I, yourself when you hear the name. Oh, I know. I should know this. Who's a rapper, a three-point <laughs> shooting rapper in Cleveland? You ready for it? Yeah, hit me. I hit me. am Booby Gibson, Daniel Booby Gibson. <laughs> I never would have gotten that. Yeah, of uh, course not. You were right. You were yeah. right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Nate, is there anything you want to plug? What is your handle on on Twitter or Instagram? Anything you want to share with my audience before you go? You know, uh, Nate Williams ninety nine on Instagram. If you'd like to see pictures to of yeah. Uh, yeah, to heckle me and <laughs> see see what my brunch looks like, um, <laughs> feel feel free to to jump Great. on board. Great. Uh, other than that, other than that, uh, just you know, just shout out to your loyal fans. Great. Thank you for ha- having me, Nate. Thanks for hopping on the pod, man. This is fun. Good luck to LeBron and the Cavs. I will touch base with you later in the playoffs. Talk to you soon, man. Thank you, brother. All Be right, good. Bye. All right, right, that was a conversation with Nate Williams. Nate, thank you for hopping on for an emergency Cavs pod. My name is Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at onthelinepod underscore pod. Find me on Instagram at onthelinepod. Email me at onthelinepod at gmail.com. Enjoy the playoffs. Go LeBron, go. And I will talk to you guys next week.